Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Now, now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. Tom Sawyer. Rush. Monday seen the Iron Claw yet, I hope that somebody in that movie paid to use this song when the fake Carrie Von Eric walked to the ring. Because this was the song of the modern day warrior. I would hope so. And I just saw I think it's streaming now. I think it is. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check it out there. I hope they I hope they use the this real song. I will give you a sneaky good quick little hour and thirty five minute documentary. It's on Netflix, and it's uh, it's uh, the, the story. Boston Red Sox nope. 2024. No, 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 no. I think I know where he's going. No, I, have a, I bet you anything you don't. We are the world. Yes, damn it. See? Wait, did you watch Take a that? Lap. The bet. I Take know a I lap. should. I, there, there, I thought there's nobody. Did I, wait, did I talk to you about this, Billy? No. I and just forgot about it? On Netflix. Because <laughs> oh. they're funny, too, because you're like about an hour and 30, because that's the first thing I look oh, for. Oh, damn it. Are. That's what I gave Whether it away. It's how long it is or it's a number of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Have you watched it? I haven't yet. No. It is. So it's all. It's it's the behind the scenes story about. And they, what is it? Uh, uh, we Are the World, The Greatest Night in Pop. Or something like that. It's like how they got all these stars uh, at the American Music Awards, which used to be a big thing, uh, boys and girls, to all show up for this uh, We Are the World like recording. Mm-hmm. It I is- need to know like, who goes, we need to get Dan Aykroyd for this. Do they bring that up? Because Dan did. is the most random person in that group of superstars. They, they did. How did that guy it's, get in there? It's exactly. amazing. Uh, it's it's amazing. The coolest thing about it, um, real quickly, is one, Bob Dylan is a weirdo. Wow. Bob Dylan was so intimidated, would not speak, had to have Stevie Wonder basically tell him how to sing, like what exactly the tone and the and the you know the cadence of his particular verse. He was like almost they had to stop production because he didn't know what to, this is Bob Dylan. Well, that's because uh, tell me every Bob Dylan song doesn't in a way sound like this. Eedy weezy beedy eedy eedy. Yeah, no, and he's just moles. So I don't, he, towards uh, the end, first of all, they they got there like I don't know, right after the American Music Awards ended, and they all drove over there. They were all hammered. and they didn't end. Yeah, some guy <laughs> I don't know up. who the guy was. He was so drunk. Who brought the? He couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't. He couldn't sing. And they were going around and around and around. And this one dude literally could not sing his verse. Yeah, it, it is. Who was it? 
But um, oh, was that the one where Michael Jackson was like rolling his eyes next to him? Uh, I can't I've remember. Those, I've seen those on the internet of like Huey Lewis trying to sing and Michael Jackson in the background just like rolling his eyes. Oh, you know, you know, it was it was they they did it was cool because they had all these massive eagles, all these great accomplished singers. You know, we're talking you know uh, Lionel Richie, um, you know Michael Jackson, you know you know Stevie Stevie wasn't Wonder. Like, wasn't like David uh, Bowie and people like that a part of it too? Um, no, it was Bruce Springsteen, obviously oh. Ray Charles, Ray Charles and there was a bunch of randos. Like, you're like, who the hell are these people? Waylon Jennings was there. They decided, like, he decided, he's like, this is stupid, and he left. Famous Waylon Jennings, country superstar, shows up there, and That's then he's right, like, though. he's like, you know what? So what the hell is going on? And he left. He didn't even stay for his own little, you know, one little line that he was supposed to sing. But I will tell you, it's worth the time to watch it. Uh, so Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, Kenny Rogers, Jane Zingham, yeah. Tina Turner, Billy yeah. Joel. Oh, that's right. Was the first verse. Michael Jackson, Diana Ross. You got Dionne Warwick, <laughs> Willie Nelson, Al Jarreau. Yeah. There's a name in there you wouldn't have picked. Uh, Springsteen, Kenny Loggins, Steve Perry, Daryl Hall, da-da-da. The background singers. <laughs> this is what's great. The very first... It says here the following people sang in the chorus. First name Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> yeah. They what? did. They did. Billy. They did talk about Dan Aykroyd. Whoever was like part of the production crew who was producing the whole thing had some sort of ties to Dan Aykroyd, and oh. he stayed the entire night. Like they sing the chorus first, and then everybody, then people who don't have a line, like an individual line, left. And so there was like maybe 15 people that were just stuck there till like 6 a.m. in the morning. And Dan Aykroyd didn't have a line, but he stayed. He was a blues brother. Yeah, great. He was a blues brother. You're right. Sing. He yeah. had musical talent. Yeah. But it's just like you see the group of people and you're like, hmm. The yeah. one, the, the so one- was John Goodman. He was a blues brother at one point. And they other Belushi. Jim. Yeah. The one that's Frank the Stallone of Belushi. Like, seriously, that's wow. a great line. The Frank Stallone. Listen. Well, how about this? Take dude? Me Back was one of the most <laughs> underrated songs in the first Rocky, by the way. Singing by the trash can. I'm looking at the uh I'm looking at the people who were in the chorus. Apparently you had all the pointers. You had all the pointers. Yeah, they were all there. Yeah, like Anita, June, and Ruth. Uh, <laughs> a handful of the uh, Jackson Five were there. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Latoya. Latoya uh, yeah, ja- yeah, hold on, like the Jackie whole group might have been there. Yep. Jackie, Latoya, Marlon, Randy, and Tito. Now, Randy is not a real Jackson, right? He's a Jackson in name, but not a Michael Jackson brother. No, I think he's a brother. He's related. Wait, Randy Jackson, Randy Jackson is? Is he really? Oh, you're talking about Randy Jackson, other American Randy. Idol. No, there's two Randy Jacksons. Yeah, Randy Jackson is one a... Of them this was the one from the Jackson yeah, 5. Yeah, this, yeah, this, this was not... The, okay, there you go. Yeah, there are two. The other one's yeah. kind of famous, too. Yeah. Sitting around just picking people to sing. You know who the, the... The one thing was, of all those great singers, they were all intimidated by each other. They were all... It, it was crazy how these superstars, they all became insecure and intimidated, and it became this weird and competitive environment that everybody was afraid to sing. Like, Huey Lewis was afraid to sing. Bruce Springsteen was, like, freaking out. Steve Perry, you know whose voice was, like, the most revered? I just said it. Steve Perry from Journey. When he said, everybody was, like, losing their mind when, when he sang, and nobody wanted to follow him. Michael Jackson did his stuff on his own before everybody showed up. That's amazing. Prince was asked to go to this thing, and the only reason he said, well, I'll only do it if I can play a, uh, a guitar solo in a room by myself. He's like, I don't want anybody looking at me. <laughs> he said, we don't need a guitar solo. Chicken Nick, do you know who the Pointer Sisters are? 
No. Okay, fair enough. Because a texter said, I think it shows how old we are. Under 45 probably has no clue. There is an aspect of that. I know 99% of the names from that. I don't know who the Yeah, but I mean, you play a point, it's just a song, you're going to know it. Yeah, that is true, yeah. You're going to know Neutron Dance from Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Great song. And and they're coming out with another uh, Beverly Hills Cop, so that'll probably be played. If you were to pick one role, I know this is not Christmas, and I'll be off. There you go. I thought you knocked something over. He got all excited. Hey, in the eighties, knocked his bowl of bread over. In the eighties, every song started like with some it sort of like did. keyboard, something right? synthesized. Yeah, you know something. what? I think this song was played fifteen times in the There's a uh, oh, this is awful. Hey, you were asking for oh, our opening song. Can we great. make this one? Uh, but it, it reminds me, <laughs> Billy, of a Family Guy when they're uh, trying to fix up the bar. Now we need an 80s fixing yeah. up the bar montage. Yeah. And I think they hit this. They probably did. Because you're right. It was like the electronic beginning yeah, to every, every song Yeah, every single 80s. 80s song, like c- contemporary song back then started with some sort of keyboard. But I, I asked my friends this, and I know this is not Christmas, and we're not playing We Are the World. Oh, are you going to make you, something if, that we're no, supposed no, to no, remember for no, 11 no. months? If you were to pick... One solo. Here we okay, go. Okay, throughout the old song. All right, for example, I said, listen, if I'm going to play, if I get to be one artist and I get to sing their part of We Are the World, so you whose mean, part would you choose? Just to be like the Patrick Mahomes of this deal. Yeah, would right? you pick, uh, you know, uh, Ray Charles at the end? Would you pick Steve Perry? Bruce I think it all depends on like the timing of the song because like when Ray Charles hits, it's like perfect. Yeah, oh, and he's just but it's like that's absolutely why perfect. Yeah, like the Ray Charles pod. I yeah. think Tom Warner was in the back of that waving to him. When they I would were not be surprised it. if he was back there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We should do our own video. What Everybody we, pick a role of We Are the World. Yeah, We Are the World. Yeah, we all pick. A, you got to dress up like that 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 uh, singer and you sing their part. Like Cindy Lauper has a pretty good part. Diana Ross has a pretty good part. Michael Jackson, obviously. Uh, I think I'm more the Aykroyd role. Just let me stand in the yeah, back. You and just have to yeah, you are 100 percent Aykroyd. Do we, do we think Dan Aykroyd is really up there, being like la 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 me 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 me? He's just doing the. He's doing what you did when you were in sixth grade. Here's your montage. There it is. That's right. And they're sawing wood and stuff like that. And they're painting the outside. Uh, and then one of them paints the, hey, you got to have fun. One of them paints the yellow stripe down the other's back. <laughs> oh, my God. How funny is that? You feel it yet, Takashi? No, I don't feel anything. <laughs> he just falls with the paint roller. Exactly. Uh, oh, my anyways, God. Anyways, I recommend it. It's quick. It's easy. No games tonight, right? You got nothing going on tonight. What are you talking about? We just talked about the Celtics are playing tonight. Oh, they got Atlanta. Damn it. All right. Watch it beforehand. Uh, oh, there you go. Yeah, it's watch only it. an hour. It's literally an hour and 30 minutes. L- listen, Quick. it was uh, Billy and Christian approved. So, Well, he hasn't seen it yet. He liked it because it was short. An hour and 30 minutes? Yeah. I don't even. What what platform is this on? Netflix. Netflix? Okay. It's worth it. I don't it. even. I don't. I don't. I don't think I've. I think Netflix you should. I think login. I should give you like. Uh, I'll give you my on one of the TVs in the house. Crash no, no, no. It is. Yeah, you have like ten I, TVs. Yeah, I have, but I don't. I don't, I don't know your kids. Any of ask this your stuff. kids how to log into Netflix. You probably have an app on your phone right now. Do you have I a do, Netflix app? Yeah, because I think I put it on there from years ago in traveling with a small kid and being like, I might need this. That's about it. Yeah. Okay. I. I. Uh, honest to God, I'll tell you seriously. How much stuff I've watched on Netflix to this point in my life as a 45-year-old human or 49-year-old human? Nothing. 
All I know is like I don't uh, think I've ever watched anything on Netflix. My wife has discovered Grey's Anatomy for some reason, and oh. there's like 50 seasons of this stupid show, and each season uh, has like 25 episodes. So we are on a loop of Grey's Anatomy, and I cannot get rid of this. I show want to get quick it, man. enough. I don't get it why people like it. So I much. can't get my rid girl, of it. My girlfriend loves it. I would come. Why? Home from, I don't know. I would come home from work, and every episode was depressing. I'm like, why do you do this to yourself? Yeah, like, everybody dies. Yeah, I always watch it. The last 15 minutes, there's a slow, somber, sad yeah. music. And here I am, like, welling up. I'm like, I don't know this person. I'm like, I can't do this. I'm like, I don't know why you do this and get yourself emotionally invested in these stories. Yeah, and I would say the thing about Grey's Anatomy that stood out to me was the fact that most of these hospital shows, nobody ever dies. Somebody always gets saved by the magical doctor with the... Oh, listen, listen to this. Look at what this guy's doing right now on Twitch. Oh, look at that. Coop is putting the Michael Jackson face right over Fourier. I got to tell you, whatever Coop Well, then you been, put Dan Aykroyd on Gresh. What, he doesn't know who Dan Aykroyd is. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Yeah, has you ever seen Tommy Boy? Ghostbusters, one of them. I mean, what would... He wouldn't know who Dan Aykroyd... He's uh, vodka, crystal, skull, vodka. Would you know him from that? Christian... What? But you know, pseudo, did you drink vodka? What pseudo famous wanker doesn't try to have some brand of hooch they're pushing? Everybody, Everybody's tied into something. Every, here's the thing: everybody's got their own brand of tequila now, and it's all and all comes from the same cheap ass barrel of tequila that is aged for like a month how that is filled world, with preservatives, and they just give it some stupid name how, and tell you this is cool. How do I fact check that? Where in the world would you have pulled that from? That is an amazing you can, you, pull. You, you can check. I'm not saying you're wrong. Of course, you can check. You can check on each bottle has a code. Okay. And each bottle tells you where exactly that tequila was was bottled from, and where it was. Uh, like it, it's different parts of Mexico. It just and you can look at it, and then you go to the website. I'm a, it's just a whole thing. Were it's you in the tequila. booze biz, or is that no, why you know no, this? No, no, no. I just I've been. Or did Ty Law tell you about it for his third reboot no, or whatever no. it is he's with now? Well, the and first of all, and we the, love Ty. The tequila companies don't have to tell you whether or not there's preservatives in there, and there's no way to really prove it unless you go to the source. So if you go to the bottle, you find the code. You go on this website, you type the code in there, and it tells you exactly where it was manufactured. Oh, at. no kidding! Wow. That's the least. And there's your uh, drinking uh, tip for the day. I would be more interested in where my pot came from than where the liquor came from. You know what I mean? Like, wouldn't that? Is, well, how, grew why would, it, why all would that, that kind of stuff? Wouldn't it? What would change that? Uh, the soil, the sun, no, the pesticides think, that I, they may or may not use. No, I think there are. Uh, I think there are some cultivators that uh, have a much more refined. refined process that allows for consistency compared to some where like in massachusetts you have to like grow own your grow house or whatever oh there you go oh it took Cooper a while to find one but it made that work <laughs> yeah i prefer bad. i would say most guys know. would prefer their uh, their weed from some stoner's basement yeah with a bunch of fluorescent lights now, and an energy bill through the roof we've graduated <laughs> uh, as a society when it comes to I the, I, I the growing of the ganjawana for crying uh, out loud anyway all right so completely hijack that segment let's get back on track here is the question okay <laughs> it's like i'm setting it up for a game show what's at stake from a legacy standpoint this sunday for patrick mahomes because i kind of feel like with a win, you can keep trying to convince yourself you're going to be Tom Brady. And if not, then maybe you're closer to Peyton Manning. We'll unpack it and discuss. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. What's his stake for Patrick Mahomes on Sunday, Foyer? Let's Ooh. jump right into it. Um, well, let's think about it, huh? Uh, immortality. Uh, he would be at the. Uh, he would be at the. Uh, when you go to greatest Super Bowl quarterbacks, right? Because that's really how you should be judged. The, it's ultimately that's what they, that's what they told us when when Brady was coming up. It wasn't necessarily you can't be the Peyton Manning, the best regular season quarterback without any hardware. He mm-hmm. didn't really become. Part of the big, you know, uh, you know, discussion until he actually won it. So uh, he's in, he's top five easily, right? He'd win three. He'd be with close to Brady. He'd be with. Uh, he, he wouldn't be like Terry Bradshaw esque, right? Because you people look at Terry Bradshaw. Why isn't he up there with all the Super Bowls that he won? Um, but I would say he's up there with Brady, and it's Montana, and it's probably Mahomes, unless you can think of another one that would belong up there. If you like, if you think about just Super Bowl quarterbacks, quarter, quarterbacks with the most success in the postseason, well, Mahomes is two and one in Super Bowls. The one he lost to was to Tom Brady, so that does help him in terms of the loss. Now, if you turn around and lose to San Francisco, and the guy on the other side is Mister Irrelevant, then that's one that's kind of going to stick, I think, with Patrick Mahomes a little bit. Plus, he would be two and two. My thought was. If Mahomes and Kansas City win, he's 3-1 and one in Super Bowls, and he can continue down the Brady path. He's not there by any stretch of the imagination, even though there are a lot of people nationally who want to shove Patrick Mahomes right to the top of that mountain. So you win, you're still on the Brady path. If not, you're going down the road of, how about this, I'll dress it up a little bit even. You're going down the road of maybe John Elway. Where you go to five, and Elway went to five and won two, and they went back-to-back as we kind of chronicled. And to me, that's more of the – because I think Mahomes is already kind of nudged over Manning in terms of the Super Bowl-type stuff. And even though there was a loss in there to New Orleans, Peyton with the big pick six, there's a lot of demerits against him, let's say. But when you think about other great quarterbacks – 
Now, if you're going to do the Super Bowl comparison, you have to go to Bradshaw. You're going to have to mix in probably Roger Staubach at some point. Because, again, those are 70s dynasty teams, but still, uh, you know, would how about this? With a win, would Mahomes pull even or ahead of, say, a Troy Aikman or someone like that? Oh, yeah. Because yeah, Aik- he's well. Aikman's got two. We forget about Aikman's success. Well, if and also if you're Mahomes, Brady obviously did not win all the Super Bowls that he went to. Nope. But if you're going to lose two, you better make sure you know you, you go to at least six more, five more Super Bowls, and you got to win at least four of them. Well, and the other thing too is Brady never got pantsed. You know, and the Patriots never really got. I mean, the way Tampa beat Kansas City in that Super Bowl in the COVID year. Like, that was a whooping, you know? Like, Brady clearly had it over Patrick Mahomes. I think there's a big rush to try to put Mahomes with Brady. But if he loses, if Mahomes loses again, he's going to have to go on a Super Bowl heater to kind of get in the mix. Otherwise, he's closer, in my mind, to unbelievable. Like, John Elway's a legend. Like, I'm not I'm not saying that John Elway was some kind of slap. You know what I mean? Like, that's a pretty good guy to be compared to in the course of history of the NFL. But it almost feels like, ew, Patrick would never be in a tier with that guy. And it's like, let's use some reality. Yeah, I, I, mean, I even think it's interesting because a lot of the focus has been put on um, – Patrick Mahomes, obviously, but I even think that there could be a better storyline with Brock Purdy. Well, Aikman has three, by the way. Isn't he has the, got the, three? Yeah, yeah, he won the three. He actually won one with that idiot uh, Barry He Switzer. went two. That's right. He went two with two Jimmy. With and Jimmy and, um, <clears throat> wow, man, I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I thought he had two. It's more impressive than I thought. I forgot how long. That's right. A dynasty has got to be three. Well, everybody forgets about Aikman because he doesn't have the – kind of mind-blowing regular season numbers that we're used to. But when you look at the people that he played with, the era in which he played in, his numbers were still very impressive for the time. Wow, when I think about it, though, he's three for three, Aikman is. The closest thing to Joe Montana, because he's 4-0. and Well, think about it. It took Brady to win seven while losing, what, three along the way. To finally get people to say, okay, you have really passed Joe Montana because there was always the Montana was perfect in Super Bowls. But then again, no one would throw Terry Bradshaw into the conversation who was also 4-0 in Super Bowls. I know. It is funny how you just kind of, you know, change your perception based on the timing of it. Because I would say, question to you. Now, I'm stealing this one um, from one of the platforms I saw on TV. I thought it was an interesting question is what's the better storyline? Patrick Mahomes winning another one or Mr. Irrelevant winning his first? Oh, it's it's Mahomes all day long because it doesn't matter what Brock Purdy does, he's going to get pretty much close to zero credit. Unless it is one minute to go, two timeouts, and he's winging it all over the lot. To go win it, I don't think Brock Purdy is going to get much, if any, praise if San Francisco wins this Super yeah. Bowl. Whereas it's all been built up to, you know, you got a legendary coach on the Kansas City side. You have a Hall of Fame defensive tackle on the defensive side of Kansas City. You wouldn't know any of those people existed. Well, it is interesting because I think you're right. 
unless he does, unless he is the one. Because I see it as, okay, why can't Brock Purdy have a similar start to his career just like Tom Brady did? Tom Brady wasn't supposed to start, got thrown in there. His numbers were okay, nothing great. But even that whole postseason, right, the, the thing you know him for the most is the Super Bowl with when uh, John Madden is saying, yeah, I take a knee here, and then they don't. But he's still a young, unknown, really nobody knows him, six-round pick out of Michigan. No one, expect much, no one expects much from him. And he goes on to have the career that he does. It could be it could be the start of that, and when all those players leave, maybe he gets more credit. But you're right, because every time I you you hear a uh, uh, somebody talk about the 49ers, or even when they were talking to Kyle Shanahan the other night, there you go. They asked him Glad about you all, the, that all the great players, all the great offensive players, and he started listing them off. And it was like, what about your even their Trent Williams, their left tackle is a monster. Hall of Famer. Nobody even talks about that guy. Nope. He's uh, uh, when you look at him, you look at McCaffrey. Uh, Kittle probably ends up there when it's all said and done. You know they've got a they've got a couple of Hall of Famers on offense that kind of do level the playing field and make it pretty easy. You could say easier for Brock Purdy out of the three most important. Let's call it four. Yep, out of the four most important positions, other than quarterback, left tackle, running back, tight end, receiver, they arguably could have the four best on one team. Mm, yep, Christian McCaffrey as your back. Mm-hmm. George Kittle, listen, pick your poison. Debo Samuel, Debo's fourth on that list. When you think Trent about Trent Williams right, Trent. being the left, being the best left tackle in football, I mean, you could easily sit, you can easily sit there and say, "Well, dude, you, we gave you the best of everything in the in the four most important positions." And if you were a tackle, we would have given you. I mean, it's like it's hard to kind of ignore it. And we're giving you one of the brightest minds in football today. A Kyle Shanahan offense is like no other. It's oh, a masterpiece. Oh, that's right. Yes. Nobody manipulates defenses even like Kyle Shanahan. Do you see him? He was the ball boy for his dad. Even though Kyle's dad was doing it in the late 80s and 90s in the NFL, no one knows anything other than the current. So who he, is, bore, he is a hot ticket, though. Who bore out Kyle Shanahan, the guy who was doing it for 30 years before him? But guess what? That guy only won two Super Bowls. What a bozo. Yeah, I'm still stuck on, I hope, for the 49ers. They got to pull this one out. They just got to do it. Okay, now that is what your heart is telling heart you. Tells is that you. what your head is no, telling you? No, if you told me to bet on it, if I, if I did this, because I'm notorious for doing this. Hey, I'm talking a big game. I'm acting like I know everything. Uh, and then I get to the window. And I go, I'll take my homes. That's what I would do. So let's if I re- went to the window, I would take my homes. In the last second, I would be like, nope, I'm not doing it. Let's reserve uh, our official picks towards to Friday because I want you to really be able to sort of scoff and marinate over what you really want to pick because you made a hell of a case for all the talent on San Francisco. And, you know, again... Is one of those inventors of footballs head coach. It, it, just but, for the record, it's just on the gambling topic of this game. Yeah, why are the Chiefs an underdog? They have one of the best defenses they have ever had. Mm-hmm. They still have Patrick Mahomes. They still have Travis Kelsey. They're role players for you know. I know they're not household names. Pacheco's a really good back, angry runner. Mm-hmm. Um, their 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 role players are making plays because their quarterback gives them chances and they come down with it. Defense, like I said, is one of the best defenses they've had since they've been going on this little run. Why would they be considered underdogs? Who in the right mind would make them an underdog? And I know it's only a point and a half, 
But is that it? I'm trying to find the uh, the uh, betting splits right now because that will uh, that will likely tell you a lot. So as of seven o'clock this morning, okay, San Francisco at minus two and a half had thirty six percent of the handle on thirty seven percent of the bets. Kansas City at plus two and a half has sixty four percent of the handle, sixty three percent of the bets. So normally in line moves, you're looking for the the bet to handle. So like say only 30% of the people are on one side, but it represents 70% of the money. That's why the number looks goofy. This number has moved a little bit, like a half a point or so. And I think it moved early, but then it settled down. The one thing about Super Bowl betting lines is there normally isn't a favorite to underdog type swing. Normally, the Super Bowl, it's almost like the line kind of gets frozen maybe until Sunday if a whale comes in and tries to tilt the scales a little bit. So the original line, I think, was either two or two and a half. And you look at the, basically, it's a two to one ratio. So that's why it's only gone up a little bit. If you either got one big swing or we started to see, like on, say, 37% of the bets, the Niners were getting 50% of the money, then you'll start to see that line move a little bit. I think it's just reflective of the amount of bets and the handle, which is why it hasn't moved. If that starts to move a little bit, you could go a half a point each way. Here's the other thing, too. Three, four, and seven are the numbers that sharks, gamblers like us, jump on. If you made this, what do you mean cent- three seven three as far as four what? three four in, re- in relation to what three four and seven mm-hmm. are normally magic numbers, whether it's setting a betting line or margin of victory. So if you look at if you look at most margins of victory in the NFL, normally it's three four or seven a majority of the time. Huh. So there's always those key numbers in there as well. Because if you moved it to San Francisco, or I mean, if you moved it more importantly to Kansas City plus three, then you would have, I think, a bunch of people that would jump on that by the half point. You wouldn't even have to need to buy the half point because you're on the plus side. But if you go to three, then you would see the market really react and go haywire. So I'm not expecting this number to move very much off of, say, two or two and a half. And the total right now is at 48. And here's your bet split, right? 49% of the handle is on the over, 75% of the bets. So on that one, it's you have a high bet total, but not a lot of money. So that's, uh, I do believe that would be the indicator of the people kind of going under, which is buying into the way the Kansas City defense has played all year. Yeah, that's a that's a next level type of analysis on betting right there. Instead, well, of, you know what I like to do. You know what I like the what I like to use. What was that? Uh, my gut. Okay, they're due. Well, you did. It ask. makes mo- it makes much more. It is interesting though. Like, you there did is, ask a question there, you and go. this and this is what I told you. Like that uh, that um, sixty minutes segment that they did was all about that. Yeah, was about there is a formula, there is a system, and most people jumping on to these sites. They don't know the system, they, and this is what they that they they hope for. They mm-hmm. want this to be the case, um, and then then they kind of track your gambling habits, your tendencies. Just like I don't know, the other day we were talking about something, right? And then all of us were like, "Oh, this just came up on our phone." 
like we our phone was listening to oh, us. Oh yeah, yeah. It was yeah. tracking what we were saying. So we're I, like, oh, geez, uh, I just got a bunch of ads for uh, you know, bicycles. Yeah. I think <laughs> typewriters. I mean, I, I, I just look at it this way. Um the betting mark I think there's a misconception that the betting market is reflective of who's gonna win and lose. And as a gambler, you have to get that out of your mind. Out of your mind completely. You have to evaluate the game and the sides for what they are. If you go in with the preconceived notion of, oh, Kansas City's going to win, I'm just going to go with them, eh, that's where you got to kind of maybe look at the numbers a little bit or sort of see what kind of, as you mentioned, the activity that's going on in the betting market. Because people look at point spreads and think it's necessarily predictive. No, it's to be able to react to the market and to try to get as much money on both sides. And, you know, I'm going to assume that you and I, Christian, are going to start to hear on Friday and Saturday that a lot of these books are heavily leveraged in two ways. Kansas City on the game and some 49er players on props. Sexier sexier players like we talked about. Ooh, McCaffrey's going to do this. So-and-so is going to do that. That's where you get some of the fantasy mentality into the betting market. And this is why, like, when I think about uh, – I, I remember when I was playing in fantasy football, was obviously a thing. And uh, I was on, like uh, – I was playing for Carolina, but I was on a local – my buddy's local fantasy football team here. So all the players – I took a lot of, like, Carolina players. And Steve Smith uh, Sr., now he's Steve Smith Sr., was one of the receivers that I had. And I remember during practice, every single ball going to this guy. Every single one. I was like, he's going to have over 100 yards. Easy. Well, this guy's going to – he's definitely going to start. Can you – and I know that this is the problem in the NFL that they're trying to cut down on. If I know – like prop bets, if I know this guy's going to be featured and I'm in the room and I know like, you know, know, 60% of the plays are going to him – He's at least, maybe he won't hit the yardage, but he's going to hit a catch total. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to know what the catch total is because I know the first 10 plays are going to him. The first 15, three of them are to him. He's the number one read. I mean, I know there's there's been some guys, we're all over the place, at least I am, that have been hit with this gambling issue because it's so easy. You would think it's so easy like to Kayshawn circumvent Booty the rules, L- like yeah, like Booty at LSU. Yeah, so he he's betting on himself. He was putting he himself in parlays. Hey, uh, I, I'm on the I'm on the punt return team. I'm playing against Northeast Louisiana State. I'm probably got a good chance that I'm going to run one back. The odds are in my. I got great odds. I'm going to make a lot of money, and they're not going to be able to sustain a drive. So I'll get five to six opportunities to, to get a touchdown. Right. I'll take those odds. And then someone gets hurt or you stink on first down and then you're a third and 13 the whole game. Yeah. And then, and then it all yeah. goes, all goes sideways. Oh, uh, you ready for big deal? No big deal. Uh, Are like, you ready? Like I've never we been. Got one! Well, Gresh, I warned you. I told you it would happen. We have our first NFL player arrested in Vegas this weekend. Uh, you will hear the story, and you will tell me if it's a big deal or not. Big deal, no big deal is next. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite WEI. You got anything to say for yourself? We didn't think it was that big a deal. No big deal. It's a big deal. Big deal. Nothing's a big deal. It's no big deal. No big deal. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal in New England right now. No big deal. You know what? Actually, I feel like this is no big deal. Not a big deal. Is that how everyone feels? Not a big deal. Huh? Big deal. Who cares? Can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. This is a huge deal. Oh, like I told you, Gresh. Oh, we got one. All right. We got one early, too. Uh, you tell me if this uh, is a big deal or not. Janoris Robinson uh, was arrested in Las Vegas uh, early Tuesday morning. The 24-year-old defensive end was reportedly taken into custody in the valet area at the Aria Resort and Casino on Ooh. the Strip. Law enforcement charged him with the DUI. Now, uh, for the record, he plays for the Las Vegas Raiders. He does not play for the Kansas City Chiefs, and he does not obviously play for the San Francisco 49ers. Big deal, no big deal. Uh, It's a big deal for this reason. Apparently, this guy on Monday had his contract officially announced that he was getting a one-year deal for $985,000, and the next night, he is arrested by the Aria Police Department. <laughs> when they come out in fluorescent green pants and yeah. like... And, like, no shirt and glow sticks. Mm-hmm. Let me come get you. That's exactly right. Yeah. So uh, this guy gets his deal and decides to go out and tie one on. Now, by the way, there have been issues in Vegas with players before, sadly, as we know, with Henry Ruggs. You would think a lot of those people would be like, okay, I got nine hundred eighty-five grand on the schedule next year in a tax-free state. I'm not playing that many games in California. I can spend 100 bucks. To get a Here's the question I have. So um, maybe we can walk this through. Let's play. Let's play detective real quick. He was arrested um, at the valet. Like so, he was. He wasn't technically. They didn't mention like he was at the valet area of the area. They arrested him for DUI, driving under the influence. Uh huh. Did he hop in his car? Were they monitoring, checking him? He hopped in his car, and before he even left the valet area, they. They they uh they flicked the switch and this then pulled is, him over. This is a pure guess on my part because I don't know those details. I'm I mean, gonna, but it is weird though, right? Because that's the way assume, the story reads. I'm gonna assume because we we well, the Aria is one of the places that we will stay when we go to Love Vegas. The so Aria. I know it really well. I'm assuming he pulled up that long you know road ramp that they've got there and then pulled right into that. Like I think you would have had to have been driving the car and showed up there driving it. To get the DUI, not, hey, he was drunk in public and tried to get his car from valet and go somewhere. Okay, well, uh, I will say to this particular story, based on what I predicted, no big deal. The big deal has to be a player from one of the teams playing in the Super Bowl. It has to be a 49er living recklessly. It has to be a Kansas City Chief doing something stupid. You're you're being humble right now. No, we're not being humble. Because you were right. You nailed this one. Well, I know, but it's it's like, I, I mean, I knew there was going to be somebody, but I was really kind of hoping it, the real story is when somebody goes AWOL, 
like Jason Barrett. Wasn't Barrett? No, it wasn't Barrett. No, uh, Barrett Robbins. Barrett Robbins out of the from the Raiders when they were playing in San Diego. He hops the border, goes into you know Tijuana, and nobody hears from him again. Eugene Robinson when they when he's playing for the Green Bay Packers, right against the Denver Broncos. Uh-huh. Uh huh. In Miami, he decides on the night before the Super Bowl to go find a call girl. Oh yeah, that's the type of stuff I'm thinking about. The Eugene Robinson, the deal. Eugene Robinson. There, yeah. there, but okay, but there'll be more guys arrested. But I, actually, I hope not. All right, so this one's a could be a little bit complicated. So bear with me on this one. I got to read this, okay? Because this came uh, this came out yesterday. Um, coming soon, cable for sports, Disney, Fox. And Warner Brothers uh, Discovery announced uh, plans on Tuesday to launch a joint streaming service this fall that will combine the, their considerable sports offerings. Uh, what's included? Uh, it's still kind of be determined, but you're going to have 15 networks: ESPN, ESPN Plus, ESPN Two, all those, all those, right? TNT, TBS, True TV, uh, NFL, NBA, MLB. They're all going to be on a streaming service, right? So. Big deal, no big deal. I feel like this is exactly what we kind of thought was going to happen in the NFL streaming service. Yeah, all a, of them like a one big giant monopoly on sports. Pay us for it. Well, now uh, it, it this is a big deal because number one, you have companies working together. That's always a big deal. But also, this is to try to kind of grab as close a thing I think as you can to a monopoly. Yeah. On the whole streaming sports services and stuff like that. I know that, uh, what, Warner Brothers or uh, uh, WBD, the yeah, Warner WBD. Brothers yep. Discovery. I know, like, they're in business with TNT and the NBA. They also have, well, I think they own, like, a piece of the AEW wrestling. Again, it's only pro wrestling, but you know what it is? Weekly original run programming, which is why Netflix spent a bunch of money to go get Monday Night Raw. Everybody wants their own stuff, but they're all going to have to start sharing, Christian, from a game standpoint, because I don't know if uh, part of the reason the NFL is in bed with all the networks is because one network can't pay them all the money they want for all the content they have. So these streamers kind of have to partner up. Well, I do think it, 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 for me, it's a big deal because the way things exist now, it's, it's a little bit too much. Uh-huh. I got to go here for this. I got to go there for that. I got to go here for this. I got Thursday night football. I got Friday night football. I got Monday night football. And each, each uh, you know, platform has their own deal with just call it the NFL. Uh-huh. Exclude the NBA, which you got to, then you got to go to TNT. Then you got to go who Apple is involved, is involved now. Do you still have cable? Oh, yeah. So I love my cable. Yeah. And I refuse to cut the cord. Yeah, I just paid over 300 bucks for the month. Same. Uh, it's utterly ridiculous. Streaming but... service is a little bit complicated because there's you have 500 apps. Yeah. So the big deal would be to consolidate it into one app, pay one fee, and get everything. Yeah, that ain't good and, and that you And that used Did to be cable. It was? I don't think they put a price on it yet. I don't think so. I think it's going to be something like 80 bucks a month. I mean, I'm sure it'll be. I, I don't know, Christian. Maybe they got something Here it is. there. In the it says, it says, it says the fees each company will receive are based on what they earn in their cable deals. That means ESPN, the most expensive cable channel at roughly $10 per customer, will get a higher percentage from each subscriber in this new venture per the athletic. Okay. So quick, just for the layout there, when you have your cable box yeah. and you have your cable. If you get ESPN on your basic cable or whatever, 
$10 of your money that you pay the cable company goes to ESPN just for ESPN. Just so you can watch ESPN. E- ESPN 2, I think it's like, I don't know, 2 2 a subscriber might be a little more. And then forget about you want ESPN+. Plus. You want a low-level basketball right. game, low-level football game that's out of your region? And then you got to subscribe fee. to that. Right. So they got you coming and going in a lot of ways. And uh, I, I honestly, I think this is as much, Christian, about being able to probably, this is an economy of scale deal would be my guess. Some of these, some of these companies will be able to be like, well, we don't need, you know, we don't need Johnson in technology because there's this guy. So they can consolidate some resources. But to me, this is about there isn't a media entity that wants to give the NFL $30 billion to have all their games. Well, they got to chop it up. I said, I'm all, I, I'll pay for the fee. I, will, I don't have a problem paying for it, but I just would like to stop paying 15 different streaming services. Get ready. By 2035, we'll be paying for the Super Bowl the way we do big fights or paper. That is, listen, stuff. that is, listen. It's only a matter of time. Absolutely, which is amazing. You know they, why? They, they already tested it with that stupid Peacock, was it, Thursday night football game over Christmas or something like it was that. A playoff or, game. It was a playoff game. It was a playoff, right? Yeah. Dolphins. But, oh, but, my God. They already are, they're already beta testing it, and right? we're the guinea pigs. But think bigger. Think bigger. What the NFL is going to do is they're going to suck in all these TV networks, which they're hooked into. Then they're going to pull the Super Bowl and keep it for themselves. A hundred. I don't know if I can do quick math, but if it has been reported that there will be a hundred and sixteen million people that will watch it. Just go forty nine ninety nine on the low end, right? Over yeah, a billion two hundred, yeah, a trillion two hundred billion dollars. Just do the math. I mean, you're that, that's the thing. And the NFL has said we want to get to thirty two billion in revenue every year on the low end at some point, so that way every team is getting a billion dollars a year. Yeah, there's only um, there's only so much I can take though. I'm not that addicted to the NFL. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I have to, we work for it, basically. This is what our job is to watch it. But if I was not in this business, there's no chance in hell I'm paying that money for that. I'll, I'll treat the I'll treat the Super Bowl like I do a boat. All, I'm never going to buy my own boat. I'm going to know somebody that has a boat. All Andy Hart, all <laughs> former NFL players should get some kind of uh, like, free pass. Yeah, sure. Maybe oh, you the know union. Hey, oh, the union. Hey guys, oh, no, the union forget about. For hey guys, guess what I guess what I negotiated for us. It's not lifetime health care. You guys are going to get to stream the Super Bowl for free. Hot damn! It's oh going. my god! You know what? It's going to save me twenty dollars a month. Hey, thank you, hey guys. I know yeah. it was tough. Meanwhile, hey, think about it, they gave this to us. Meanwhile, good luck getting surgery. Oh man, oh, that's boy. big deal. No big deal. Uh, making sense of all the hires in Foxborough and a Fourier connection could be walking through the doors at Gillette. We'll tell you about that next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.